January 7th, 2023. It's a Watt for Pedro show. <laughs>
Watch for PVF Show. Happy Saturday. Started off the show with uh, John Coltrane with the Cecil Taylor Quintet doing double clutching. And then we had Cyrus P. Ray with Still Here Ripping. And because of those Skype engineers with their, no, Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention. Dyslexic fucking idiot, what? I got brother Cyrus P. Ray all the way from Detroit. Well, Oak, um, Oak Town? Oak Park. Oak Park. (laughs) 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 Fucking, you know, uh, 21 years, 7 months I've been doing the show and still blowing clams Brother Cyrus So anyway uh, I got turned on to you by Unsolicited Donate And I dug what you did I wanted your board So thank you so much Oh yeah Truly Oh please The pleasure, the pleasure is all mine You're, This is really checking a box off for me On the, the dream list for sure It's my pleasure to be here And uh, Oh okay Let's go through your uh, journey through music because I'm as curious as the listeners probably are. Please bring Cyrus your earliest musical recollection. Got to be Tom and Jerry sitting in front of the tube, taping. uh, You know they had those episodes where they would go to the orchestra. I would sit there with my boombox, taping that shit off. You should tell the the listeners that might not know. Tom and Jerry was a cartoon thing where, of course, cat and mouse chasing each other. Yes. Jerry usually getting the shit beat out of him. And all the all the cartoons and well, I guess they took cue off Three Stooges. It's all violent as fucking hell. Yes, yeah, they're terrible to look at now. I was teaching with young kids and thinking I would show them. And I'm like, no way. There's no way I can show those now. Well, you've got to just qualify if you do show them because this shit is incredible. You know, like saws on the nose, scissors, and okay, yeah. Okay, and of course, if you put your finger in the socket, you, you can see the skeleton. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, uh, the pad you grew up in, was there in, any instruments, musical instruments? No. Uh, there was a couple minutes where something would come through. We, like, housed uh, someone's piano for a minute. While they were moving, someone down the street had, like, a chord organ that we had for a minute. But, no, we didn't have anything long term. Okay. And... Uh, first album you bought with your own money this is a tough question if it's money that i earned from work myself it was yeah because when you're a kid you ain't got a lot of money so that's why i'm curious what you would spend it on first money i owned from 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 jobbing was going to be three i got wagon christ tally ho musiques brace yourself and the cap and jazz discography so some techno and some some local hero music well how old were you uh, when I finally had my own bread, I was, uh, you know, in college, uh, 17. Shit, you didn't buy a record till you were in college. Well, so here's the thing. If we're talking allowance money, then it's definitely like MC Hammer. Oh, allowance Hammer money. Oh, yeah. Like, it is yours once they give it to you. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't always the case. In, in okay, my let path, me ask yeah. you this. Did you wear fucking Hammer pants? No, I okay. wish. Oh, I wanted him so bad. <laughs> you know, he was bad boy for the A's. Absolutely. As a kid, yeah. Okay, uh, I think he's a preacher now. So, uh, what about school? Were you in the marching band or the choir, shit like that? Orchestra. Orchestra. Yeah. Okay, that's, yeah, you don't march, but it's part of the school thing. Yeah, it was. What instrument? Violin. I started violin in fourth grade, and okay. they had it in the public school. Yeah, I yeah. I came around yeah. with the assembly. 
and they're like, you can you can play one of these instruments. Yeah, I, I ain't seen many fucking cello. I ain't seen many fucking violins in the marching band. But of course, <laughs> they got different kinds of bands. So this I turned out to be a bigger problem than I knew of at the time. I wanted to play the cello. My parents were like, no way. Why? Why was your parents involved? Too big instrument. Well, the thing is, what do you is mean, they size or money? Both. They came okay. and showed us the instruments at school, and then it was like your parents can rent this stuff for you, and you can participate. So they didn't actually have the instruments at the school. They offered the instruction. Okay, so you'd have to bring in your own thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a little different mm -hmm. where I went. But I was asked to leave after 10 weeks. They said, uh, Mr. Luna, he said I tried hard, but I was wasting it. <laughs> Who was your guy, Mr. Lula? Luna, like moon. Luna, for me it was Mr. Mr. Schlepp. Schlepp, like uh, Schlepp. Yiddish, yeah, okay. He was a traveler. People, for sure. that's like for a hoisting You would gear go from school shit. to school. That's a Schlepp. Uh -huh. So uh, Mr. Luna said, you know, Mr. Watt, you try hard. It was seventh grade, right? <laughs> One of those things we called the elective so we could do 10 oh, weeks yeah. and see if we're going to get the next 10 weeks. And it was like, you know, stop wasting your time. Stop wasting my time. Then he looks at the class, you know, stop wasting our time. <laughs> like, fuck, right? So I never took another <laughs> music. But luckily, D. Boom wanted to play with me. So that's how I uh -huh. stayed in music. So let me ask you this. First gig you saw live. Well, this is another question. If it's like live music, like a concert, it's yeah, going to be 4th of July. Just anybody playing live that you can... Remember, it's a Watt for Pedro show. There's no hard questions. There's no wrong answers. I'm prepared. It's 4th of July. It was 4th of July orchestra concert. Uh, you know, after the parade and everything, the, the orchestra, they gave a concert every year in the neighborhood. That was the first thing. It's like three or four. That's all right. You know, I just me and D Boone's first gig we saw was T Rex. For sure, I'm aware. Seventy three. <laughs> I think we were fourteen years old. Pretty sure. On that line, it's like I started a little bit later, like fifth grade. Someone took me to go see Julio Iglesias at the same place. This was Poplar Creek Music Theater in Hoffman State, Illinois. Wild. Yeah, D Boone's pop took us, sat with us too. Hard Christians in front of us with sparklers. <laughs> it was a trip. Beautiful. But it wasn't a, yeah, but he was so tiny. He must have been like an eighth of an inch tall. Oh, know? I had that experience. I had that experience. It wasn't a club gig. It wasn't gigantic. It was at Long Beach Auditorium. It's where they filmed the Doc Kirshner in concerts in the back. And they tore it down. It's a Long Beach Opera House. Uh, huh? Let me ask you this. After school, not graduating, but in the afternoon, the basement band, the garage band, the bedroom band. Did you do that? Yes. Yeah, it was a little later. It was in high school. But yeah. Yeah, but it, it don't matter when. You're still in school. And so, now, do you rock with them doing violin? Like a Jerry Goodman thing? Or have you made the <laughs> transition? No, no. But the violin the was a whole trip. I, I wanted to be in the group. Um, but they were like, no, no, we're not going to. No violin. So I, I went to my parents and I said, is there, can we get a pickup for this violin so it could be electric? And they, they got me an amplifier and a pickup. But the deal was the cheapest amplifier was part of a Strat Pack, you know, where it comes with the guitar. So I got the guitar at the same time. I, I think got they the call that a bundle, Cyrus. Exactly. It was all over. Once I had the guitar, it was over. Well... So different, uh, fourths, fifths, you know, all the, all the shit, bow, arco. Still strings, though, but yes, yeah. for sure. And, and yeah, steel strings versus gut and shit, you know, <laughs> the whole thing is kind of different. The only thing in common is it being stringed. 
Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but but you're saying it was not that difficult to make the transition. No, I was able to. I was in lessons. I was taking private violin lessons all through high school, so I was able to just apply it to. the Oh, guitar. I didn't know I, that. I thought you were just being taught at school. Okay, so you were also getting outside instruction. Yeah. And how was that? And ex- then I had how, let, Cyrus. Let me ask you, how was that experience? Hmm. I think it was terrifying, but also good. It was okay. like both. Because usually it's the piano lessons that almost drive people from fucking even being into music. Uh, my, what, my teacher I, what played I found, the piano. And what I found I out was the, the guests on the show that had these horrible experiences, it wasn't the idea of piano and lessons. It was usually mm-hmm. lack of technique from the teacher. Mm-hmm. No, the teacher, the teacher was solid. And, you know, I was just afraid. I was in a situation I didn't really know how to handle at the time. But I think about it all the time now. I think in the end, it was really good to go through. You know what? They say youth is wasted on the young. (laughs) You gave me this music I want to play now. Send in positive vibes.
if you can't see my mirrors, Johnny Law, I can't see you. Bullets whizzing by the cab while alligators chew the axles. A thermos full of coffee, 20 reds and 13 paxels. Duckin' smoky rifles high like Annie Oakley. Diesel fumes about to choke us, but no lawman ever broke us. We're all in and we're hauling. Hearing Angel Gabriel calling. DOT and ICC behind us. 18 wheels and falling. They said, son, you'll have your fun. Just like a pirate on the road to old Zion. You must beware. Round every bend. From Chattanooga straight on through the bitter end. But till then... We're all in contraband all across the land Smoking like a house on fire, catch us if you can We're all in contraband out on a five-night sand Running out of diesel fuel and running from the band We're all in contraband all across the land Just keep on rolling, keep on rolling We're all in contraband all across the
Watt from Pedro Show. Start off that chunk of music with Cyrus Pire doing sending positive vibes. And then brand new from Bombas Prendon, D.C. area. I'll tell you what's funny. You got to see their little new wave spelling. And then Spotsky with a barrel of knives slash rackish patty slash the weed dollop. Some uh, Gaelic stuff there. He, he calls it the fadola because it's a, the viola is a little bigger than the violin people. But he puts it on his arm like a fiddle, so he calls it fadola. And right now, everybody think uh, like like the Cyrus P. Ray song, said in positive vibes, because he's got, uh, what's that called when there's uh, scar tissue on your lung? Fibrosis? And he's in the hospital, can't breathe, and it's some clotting and stuff and a couple strokes. And, but he's healing up and uh, just love this man so much. And, you know, he goes way back with us, Minute Man and stuff. We just love Spotsky. His daddy also was Tuskegee. I didn't find out Tuskegee Airman until uh, he never talked about it. Only about 10 years ago he said something. Okay, uh, after that was uh, Mike Molnar with for Sonny Osborne, Roger Clark Miller. Dream Interpretation number 60. This is Roger from uh, Mission of Burma. Black Dahlia, this is the dwarf boss. He's got his own record. What's he called? He's got some kind of cat, Rick Champagne, uh, like a a character, right? He's playing. And then uh, Robert Pollard, right? It's every other month. Must be a new album. Felt Not Crushed. You go Dayton. Uh, an interlude for that vital second cup of tea of the day with some chocolate on the side. It's got to be from England, right? Puppet Midnight. He's a bass man, bass man alone, too. Good happening stuff. Robert, rubber O Cement out of the East Bay. There's Oak Town. That's what I call Oak Town. See, it came in handy somewhere, Cyrus. Uh, <laughs> rubber Batten, Arson the Bright, Slime Mine. And finally... Anthony J. Tack and Cyrus P. Ray with Duos One Excerpt. Okay, so now you're on the guitar. And now are you in a bedroom band, a garage band, basement band? Garage band. We started out doing uh, uh, guitar, drums, bass. We did that for a minute. Um, power trio. And power trio. Expanded to quartet. Added another, uh, another player, another guitar. Well, let me ask and, you this about the guitar thing. Since you were having lessons outside on the violin, did you yeah. do the same thing with the guitar where you autodidact? Well, I mean, I didn't take... Three lessons came with the first guitar. After that, I didn't really go to a guitar teacher anymore. Okay, I'm just wondering. I wasn't there, so one day sure. I won't have to use words. I'll just reach right in your mind and fucking grab it. <laughs> Basically, I just... I, I put it together on my own and also with my friends. I had a lot of friends... Who were also learning at the same time, so we would get together. And probably learn this chord. I learned that chord, great. And probably like uh, me and D Boone, you you uh-huh. probably learned off records and stuff too, right? Radio, I would. Or radio, or radio, radio, or stuff yeah, like that. Uh, but whatever, <laughs> you know, dudes yeah. are already playing. And I'll tell you, I had first do it because I did that dime to the Columbia House, so it was eight tracks, and you can't fucking lift the needle up, man. It was oh. bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, did this band? have a name did you do gigs or was it just a practice band it was we tried to do gigs we were too young we couldn't put it together it was called area 51 and then we changed it to mc hexadecimal terrible but and, also uh, kind of cool now what um, kind of material were you doing was it original was just, or were you trying to copy songs off records 
It was originals. I would I would call it shoegaze, shoegaze influence. This is no, I don't want to uh, hear genre shit. I, I don't want to hear genre shit. This show fucking okay. hates that shit. Music is music, so. You got it. What I wanted to know was, was it copying off other people like me and Deep Boom? Because that's all people did the 70s. Or was it no. like this new movement, punk rock people who wrote their own songs right when they were learning? I thought that that's was the what? most righteous fuck. I don't know why none of us thought of that. <laughs> you know what you know what I'm saying? It's For just sure. so stupid. Well, I, mean, I got to learn it from you. It was okay. learning, you know, learning your story and, and, and you going through everything that was like, hey, let's do it this way. Well, you know, if nobody knows, right, you don't know. If there would have been yeah. one dude in town who would have wrote his own songs. But you know, the best dude in town was the guy who could play Black Dog the best. That was huh? That was the yardstick. Well, that, that's still the same, but <laughs> now I don't know. Not if you're using music for expression, for sure. Because you're trying to. You're, it's, it's nothing about how technically it comes out. It's more about the passion, I think. Huh? Yeah. So anyway, like I said, youth is wasted on the young. <laughs> you got to go through it. And so, these this band with the weird couple of names, Area Fifty One. I remember that one. Yeah. It, it never did a gig. We did one gig, but the thing is, we switched and we ended up adding a whole bunch of other members. We got the whole. Yeah, but tell uh, me about this gig. Is this your first gig, period? No, no. No, what first was gig your gig? Was with the expanded group. We had a bunch okay. of horn players, <laughs> different style. <laughs> this was at somebody's house? Was it Ska? Yeah, it was Ska. It was. Uh, Remember when Ska uh, in the 90s, this is where dudes in the school band could finally be in the rock bands yes. in the garage. Yeah. They all, the whole band learned the parts. Anyone who could make the gig could come. Max we got was 18 people. Oh, stage. wow. That's bitch. It was pretty cool. And where was the gig? This gig was above a church. It was like church teen spot. Okay. Was it a battle of the bands or something like that? No, this was uh, just a. Uh, just a gig. Uh, okay. Three band okay. bill. Three band bill. And what you call it a success? Yes. Yeah, it was the best. It was amazing. Like they didn't throw shit. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it was all our friends. Then, then why did then, then why did that band break up? High school ended. Oh, okay. Makes good <laughs> sense. Good sense. And so this band you're talking about now is post high school. This is high uh, college. No, no, this was still high school. Oh, it's still high school. Okay, so you didn't break up at the end of high school. You went and formed this other band. So. uh did you go to uh, college, higher education for music, Cyrus? Yes, eventually. Okay. And uh, the, the bands, did you leave them behind? Yes, sadly. <laughs> well, yeah, it happens. Partners are su such sweet sorrow. But now, now what do you go to school for? What, what kind of music? Uh, modern classical music. I went to University of Illinois. Okay, do you, you mean you pick back up the Easy violin? You, you pick the violin back up? No, not initially. No, I didn't want to ever play it again. Oh, it you so want to know? So you're talking classical <laughs> guitar like Andre Segovia? No, I didn't want to do that either at the beginning. I just wanted to write. I had ah, you didn't want to play. Back. You wanted to compose. Okay, yeah. understood, understood. So you would you would have the, the dude schlep out your little pieces for you. Okay. You you hit it right on. There's Eventually, no, I was like, wrong with that. this isn't cool. I got to have some skin in the game. And so I got back into it, into performing. Well, no, but but tell me about the composing part, because I'm interested in that. Because yeah, besides that, you were just playing in the garage band, right? Now you yes. got to come up with uh, 
classical pieces and stuff. Well, we were writing our own songs in the garage band. Right. So I was thinking, cool, let me learn how to do this with larger groups, different groups. Let me try and connect this with, I mean, I, I was learning. I uh, no, like I said earlier, music is music. So it For didn't sure. matter. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I love that. I love that idea. I just fucking hate that genre shit, man. I know I, 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 I might have kicked back a little hard on that because it's almost involuntary reflex because I think the shit is ruined so much doing that shit. I appreciate it. It's necessary. Yeah. I take the correct I understand sure. Halloween one day a year. We prove to each other we wear costumes the rest of the year. But uh -huh. do we have to do it within all our fucking artistic expression also? So that, that's just what I'm putting out there. So uh, what did you find interesting about being... A composer. Well, yeah, we're I mean, getting trained learning, at it, getting educated at it. Just le learning the language and learning the history, uh, figuring out what everyone else was doing before, figuring out how stuff I was hearing sure. worked. Sure. That was the for me the most. Well, part. so you mean uh, you were already prepared with the violin stuff? You could read and write good. I could I could read it I could read and write in treble clef I had to learn more more clefs bass your your clef I had to learn bass right, clef right, and right. you know the middle clef the, you, you the would have if you were on the if you were on the cella mm -hmm. if you're on mm -hmm. the cella you'd you'd be using both those clefs for sure <laughs> the only lame thing about the cella is the way you got to play it sitting down between the legs you know but it yeah. is a bitching instrument I mean it's the range is fucking <laughs> huge range is my fucking best friend huge. in high school played it was amazing. Yeah, it and, really is. Yeah, I, was, I loved it. It, was, it really is so an interesting kind of thing. And it's got the fifth, so you got the drama and the jumps between the strings. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So, but you said after a while you wanted to get back to performing also. I, I didn't feel cool with asking people to play something that I wasn't also involved in. It didn't feel right. I felt like I also needed to have skin in the game. And, and well, what about this? parallel yeah. universe? Like you're being okay. educated here at the school, but on the side, maybe I, I play in bands for fun. That did happen. Yeah. I did play in bands for fun. On yeah, the side. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. Some people might commit totally like, fuck all this little kid shit. I'm going to be all grown up, wear big boy pants and only be a conductor, you know. So, well, I wanted the unity that you're talking about. I mean, I wanted to just play music. I didn't want to have it be one thing in one minute and another thing in another minute. I wanted to have it all come together. Well, well, maybe you can't do it the same minute, but life is about taking turns, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you, you exchange roles mm -hmm. because, you know, I think that ends up happening fucking anyway, unless you're the total dictator asshole and, and you win the lotto. I mean, a lot of people win <laughs> wish for that shit. But they don't well, that was the energy I wanted to get away from in composing. I felt a little bit like a dictator telling everyone what to play. No, it was just your turn. Yeah, it's more like the rudder man, I think. Why, why somebody, okay. somebody else is being a keel and somebody's being about. Look, we're at the end of the first hour. Uh, genuine, I mean, it's the way, you know, the, the personal politics, of course, you know. Uh, uh -huh. we'll, we'll get more into it. But we're at the end of the right first on. hour, January 7, 2023. Dish Wap Pito Show special guest, Cyrus P. Ray. Hold tight for our two. January 7, 2023. It's the second hour of the Wap for Pedro Show. <laughs>
above my bed Displays of wishes I've expressed What means the most to me To see my family And hold on for as long as possible Taking on these intolerable weeks Won't you spend them with me This is where I lived and what I did Don't forget that I existed
for Pedro's show. Start off the second hour with Cyrus P. Ray doing Erased Marginalized Original Persons of the Electric Guitar. And then we had the Almighty Op with Sin Sin. Don't forget that I existed, in parentheses. Now, Chin Chin, I think it was the last show. That's how you like toast to drink in Italy. But in Japan, it's a word for cock. <laughs> so watch out. Be careful for what you wish. Cyrus, back to your journey. Uh, any memorable bands while you're being educated that you're playing on the side? Yeah, I was in a two-piece. My friend Dave on the drums, I played the guitar. Uh, doing fast, loud originals. Uh, ter- terrorizing the local scene. What was it uh, called? That was pretty... We call DIY. It's impossible to search for. <laughs> Jesus, of all the names, I remember. I know, with, dude. We played with this band. It was they were called California. I was going, come on. <laughs> <laughs> they, and by the way, they weren't even from here. You know what the fuck? But <laughs> anyway, names are funny. I've, I've picked sure. some terrible ones. I've some picked some terrible ones. So I, I got no money to talk. <laughs> So, and does this band record? Because you didn't give me any recording. We did record, uh, but we just had, it was just a 7-inch. Okay. And it's, it was a long, long time ago. What, I could send you one. I'll send you one in the mail if you want to hear. Well, you know, in <laughs> scope of your journey and shit, I just thought people would be yeah. tri- tripping on that. I mean, was it your first time recording? Um, no. We, we recorded this, the ska band, and I was part of the generation. We had computers at home. Yeah. And, we, you know, we got, we got a hold of recording software, Cakewalk. And then we got a hold of CDs, you know, five finger style, and we yeah, kind of just made it happen. Before that, um, people were doing it on cassettes and shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering about it. I mean, today there's so many musicians who record. You know, in the old days, it was Grand, oh, yeah. Grand Canyon between musicians and recording people, and, and yeah. that's overlap. Part of it's like you said, it's pewters and, and cheaper Morricano uh-huh. stuff. But I also think there's more knowledge out. There. This band DIY. This was the first time I did vinyl. That was the first first time we did that. Okay. And uh, why no bass player? Uh, we couldn't find. Well. I, I had been in something that kind of went sour. Um, and so Dave is a real close friend, and we were like, well, let's just do this. Let's just us do this, you know. Okay, you know, I, I'm just getting done with my sixth book on John Coltrane. And one reason why he went with Rashid at the end there was you don't have to worry about chord changes if you're just uh-huh. playing with a drummer. Well, I mean, that, that did make <laughs> that, that was one of the results. And there's more room in the boat, right? <laughs> But then I'm thinking uh, that uh, poor lonely kick drum, that poor lonely kick drum with no fatness to wrap itself. In. We so, amplified it. We, so how we long? Did it, how long? What, look, there was a band way back. I don't know if you know these cats. They were called the Fl- Flat Duo Jets. This guy named uh, Dex. Wa- it rings a bell, but I'm not going to pretend. I don't. This I don't guy, know, uh, know Dex sure. uh, Rob Weber, Rob Weber. Okay. His sister was in uh, Steady Get Steady or uh, Mitch Easter's band. And she, uh, cancer took her. It was fucked. But he had a drummer man named Crow, and they were, they were like the only two-piece band then. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Old days of the movement. Okay. And I, I, I thought every two-piece band, like White Stripes and stuff, they all uh, knew about this band. I think I think uh, Jack uh, knew of these, uh, these guys, the flat duo jets. Uh, anyway, how long does this band last? A couple years. Okay. Uh, through the school thing? Yeah, but I mean, the other thing that was going on during the school thing was, I mean, the track you played with uh, Anthony J. Patak and myself, that last was also hour, going last on, hour, kind of experimentation. Yeah, okay. And the thing, it was called, uh, like, uh, du- duo excerpts. Duos, so, yeah. It was two guitar players? 
No, I play guitar, and Anthony's playing the theremin. Oh, theremin. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got Hank Rollins gave me a couple of the, the Mr. Ther, Ther, uh, Theremin's proteges. These ladies rock. Uh, rock more. Right, uh -huh. right, right. Lamella rock. That like one of them's like singing along with the shit. I mean, it's pretty incredible. <laughs> I mean, the, the instrument is bitching. It really sure. is bitching. Okay, so you were doing that too. So experimental, and then also you got your rock and roll, and, and then uh -huh. you got your classical with your instruction. Yeah. Uh, what school was it? University of Illinois. In Champaign oh, Champaign-Urbana. Right. Well, Urbana is kind of the square part. Champaign. It's like a Bryant and College Station, or it, it flips every couple of years. U One's Eugene cool, the other's not. Springfield. <laughs> well, there's a lot of these college towns. They actually have two towns, and one's more yep. the square town, and one yeah. Fighting Illini, I remember there was a club in uh, Champaign called Mabel's. Yeah. And I remember the, uh, the the roadie who doesn't lift stuff for REO Speedwagon <laughs> came to our gig. It was like February in the snow, and he's sweating. Yeah. Look, yeah. I want to play. Uh, uh, some more of your uh, this is just Cyrus P. Rip.
got the nest in a tree. Everything got its hiding place. There's no hiding place for me. The horses and the cattle got their fields. The fish got all the sea. Everything got a hiding place, but there's no hiding place for me. It's just great tribulations and hard trials. And there's no hiding place for me. The mistletoe got its vine. The honeycomb got the bee. Everything got its hiding place, but there's no hiding place for me. Now the poor man pays way too much. The rich man gets it all for free. And everything got its hiding place, but there's no hiding place for me. It's just great tribulation and hard trials. And there's no hiding place. Birds of the air have got their flocks. The baby got its family, and everything got its hiding place. But there's no hiding place for me. It's just good tribulation and hard times, and there's no hiding place for me. No, 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 there's no hiding place.
Watt for Pedro Show. Start off that chunk of music with Cyrus P. Ray doing beaten wings of a hawk pin to the grill of an I-80 semi. This probably means a, a semi-truck people on the I-80 interstate freeway. Well, parts of it ain't freeway, right? Like fucking, I think, Ohio Turnpike, right? Like five exits, man. If you miss one, you got a long way to go before you can turn around. Uh, Ita 34, that means like floor, like the 34th floor, right, French? And Tenko doing in sit. Sorry for, pardon, you know, fucking up language. Even my own. Jay, uh, Jeb Lloyd Nichols with no hiding place for me. Cod Odell, Saturday morning in B&Q. And I don't know why this cat likes to put his titles in parentheses. I mean, it's the whole fucking thing's in parentheses. Usually you have something in parentheses next to something else, right? Stupid me. And then we had uh, ACL and Cyrus P. Ray doing Ningon Dios and Vasqueceros está comprando tu libertad con sangre. With blood. Freedom with blood. You there, Cyrus? I'm here, I'm okay, here. Okay, because I heard a big wind rush by. Oh. So, so uh, okay, so, do you end up graduating from University of Illinois? I do. I got two degrees, a bachelor's and a master's. Now, what I, what I understood, that school is mainly for doctors, but they do all kinds of stuff. Okay. Uh, so you went and got your, your, your okay, your, your bachelor's and master's, and uh, what happens to you music-wise after that? After that, well, I was trying to get the doctor, uh, but that didn't end up working out. Um, so we moved to New York City, and I started playing music on the street and the subway. Is this where you met uh, Max Jaffe? Uh, I actually met Max Jaffe in Minneapolis uh, about 10 years later. Yeah, people, I found out <laughs> that these people knew each other, the cat on the last episode. Yep. Yeah. Ain't that a trip? Because why? Because next hour we're going to play a tune from Jobs, and that's what a fucking Max Jaffe's projects. For sure. Okay. So you go to New York City, and you're playing on the street. Yep. That's why you go to college, people. <laughs> so, <laughs> d- 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 besides uh, the man alone study, do you uh, get into uh, in involved with any ensembles? Eventually, yeah. I mean, I, I had friends who were there. Uh, you had you spoke with good friend Matt Malin a while ago. That's right, uh, right. Good cat. And, good cat. Yep. Uh, he and I go all the way back to grade school. So I eventually hooked up with him, and, and I played saxophone for a minute in his band, Skeleton. Now, that was the first time? Did you just teach yourself? What, alto, tenor? Uh, it was alto. The deal was that, again, it's the same trip in, in, in college where I was like, I need to understand more what I'm asking everyone to play, like as a composer. So I asked some of my students, what should I get into? And they were like, get the saxophone, alto saxophone. So I got one off eBay and I basically just messed around with it. I, once I was in New York, I would play in, you know, all over the place, just kind of learning my way. I don't play it right, but I, it's, I play it true. Uh, if that makes sense. Um, and well, then I found John, my way... John Coltrane said you can play a shoestring if you're sincere. Uh-huh. Yeah, Coltrane is, uh, I mean, flipped my head a couple times. You know, you know he started on, on, on alto, well, clarinet first as a teenager, sure. but then he did alto, and Cleanhead, Eddie Cleanhead Vincent asked him to go to tenor because he was already playing alto. 
I was listening. The other thing I was listening to due to part of Phil Schapp every day, WKCR. Oh, yeah. That was an yeah. education. You know, I heard, though, a good conductor is a cat who can kind of play everything. Mm. And also with composers, a little bit. Of uh-huh. course, mainly it's piano because you got one button for every note. But That I can't play. I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. But it is percussive. That's one thing going for us. Eventually, we could probably knock it out. Uh-huh. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, January, January 7, 2023. Dish Wapito Show special guest, Cyrus Pire. Hold tight for hour three. January 7, 2023. It's the third hour of the Wapito Show. <laughs>
Live from Pedro Show. Uh, started off, <laughs> start off the third hour with skeletons of the kings of all cities. Hey, what happens? Then uh, if Bawana, Al Margolis out of Chester, New York, with Alf runs and runs, and then finally Marlon Roll, Cyrus P. Ray, Monument Zero Three. I guess it's an excerpt. So, 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 what about your New York City adventure? Well, we were there for maybe two and a half years. Uh, Playing on the street uh, initially, uh, that lasted about three three months. Then I got a, a day job cutting glass. I, I eventually ended up working at Roulette Intermedium, which is a long-running venue and concert series. Uh, did sound there for a while. Roulette, I think that's where this. Uh, I have a, some Tenko live. They uh -huh. do, they would do uh, John Zorn and kind of avant-garde stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Jim, Jim Staley's spot. It was around that, the tonic days, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I played tonic. I played, you know, I, I, I ended up getting everywhere I felt like I could get. Right, but and you had then, to do wow. the straight thing because that's an expensive town to live in. We somehow, we, I was thinking about the money we were living on, and these days I'm like, I don't know how we did it, but some, somehow we did it. Right, right, right. <laughs> Nowadays it's probably even ten times that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can imagine, but uh, the thing about it is, it's a magnet. It draws people from all over. So there's an energy there that's really a trip. Hundred percent. I mean, it's you know, I, you make connections that last forever. And I go back all the time, or I used to. Um, so I was, I was really glad to be there. But then we bounced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I understood. But you put in a shift. How, how long? Yeah, three, almost three years. Three years. Three years, and it's probably invaluable. You always carry the memories with you, and like you said, the connects and all that stuff, and you can always go back. Now, Klein's there. He's having time of his life. Uh, let me ask you this. When you go back, how does that change your music? Well, obviously, you have different people to play with, right? Yeah, well, I mean, going, going back uh, reminds me to keep everything. No, I, I mean, when you left. Oh, okay. How did, how did leaving change the music? Yeah, gotcha. your present situations change your music situation. For sure. Well, I mean, it was, uh, again, a total break. We moved to Minneapolis. Uh, I had to kind of start from scratch again, showing up and making connections. And I mean, we, we, I've moved all over. I mean, mostly in the Midwest, but for a while it was like every two, three years to move to a different spot. So I've been in Minneapolis. I've been in Duluth. Uh, I've been in, uh, in Wisconsin. I've been here in, in the uh, Detroit area for about four years now. Yeah, Duluth, I only played once. Not a lot of gigs yeah. there. Well, it's beautiful. I mean, it was wonderful. No, There's it a is. Lot. You know, a great band is from there, right? Low. For sure. Absolutely. And, you know, Bob Dylan, Childhood Home. There's some history uh, Well, there. nearby, right, Hibben? Yeah. And we lost. No, he was, he was born in Duluth. Then he, then he moved to Hibben. But it's just across the thing. I mean, it's right yeah. there. You can see it from uh, there. Range. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I guess low that we lost Mimi. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Very sad. When we got so much time, people make it count. For sure. Uh, so bouncing around. So did you get get going on like trading files over the internet? I mean, did you keep doing music with people via the internet, or you would just have to find a new batch of cats? I would end up finding new new cats. I, I wanted to to learn who was playing on the scene, and I would just kind of show up and make friends and, and and go from there. I would start with the the man alone thing, as you call it. Um, people would be like, "I'm into that. Do you want to jam?" And that's how we would do it. The files thing I've only started doing recently. 
Okay. Uh, I finally got it together. Because that way you, you can actually keep in contact, right? Yes. You're playing with uh-huh. people. And, uh, yeah, it's not the same as being in the room, but in some ways that's kind of an advantage because <laughs> you get to do it more than once. I'm excited about it, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. It. I think you'll dig it. You know, I've been doing it like 10 years before this situation. Uh-huh, and it uh-huh, is interesting. Uh-huh. Just the combinations you can do, and, and like you said, I said, you can do it on your own time. So it is different than being with a person, but there is certain advantages to having a, a little time to work on. That's the that's the thing I'm doing now. ACL is is my friend Ale Leonelli, who's the bass player in, in Buenos Aires, Argentina. We have yeah. a group we're putting together. We have a drummer in in Baltimore, a drummer in Maine, and I'm still looking for another bass player. Uh, if you uh, know anyone who's interested, why? Um, but uh, yeah, that's all files. Just you know, putting it together with files over the internet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, humans, we should be able to adjust. Yes. What, 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 do, you, what do you call it? Swerve to avoid? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> something well, like we, that. we have imaginations. We got we to gotta use them. Gotta got to think of something that will work. But all your stuff, I mean, the music I've got, they're, they're not collabs. It, some of it's a lot of it's man alone. These recordings, right? The record, yeah. The ones that I, the files I sent you are, are a lot of them are, are duos. Like you know, me and Marlon is right, a duo. Right, right. Um, Cowell and I is a duo. Anthony and I is a duo. Um, this, but the yeah, the the still here, still oh, ripping. So something a cat named uh, Cowell we're going to play next, right? Oh, sweet. Yeah, amazing. I met him in Yokohama. Beautiful player. We're working on something together now too. Okay.
Pedro Show. Started that chunk of music. Well, last music for this edition, Pete. This is uh, Kawhi uh, Summer Kwandi, Cyrus P. Ray, with live at the Air Rain, Yokohama, July 13, 2004. Then we had uh, Rock Kind Bob Moses, Damon Smith duo, doing Let Your Fingers Sing the Pain. And finally, Jobs, Three Becomes Two, the reductionist. So what's up next for you, Cyrus? Well, uh, still working on putting together this the, this group I was mentioning about me and, and Ale on the bass and, and my friend Will uh, playing drums out of Baltimore, Sammy uh, drums out of uh, uh, Maine. Um, we're doing a it's like a, a exquisite corpse. Each person is coming up with oh, yeah. a, a base basic track. That's was a uh, uh, listeners out there that that was a surrealist kind of trip. Sure. Dada, okay. so artistic thing out of Europe from like a hundred years ago. That'll come together. Um, what about amplifiers is, and learning? You're building amplifiers because because I'm wondering yeah, what you, I'm wondering what you're doing uh, for music in Oak Park. Oh well, for, there's plenty going on here. I got a buddy running a venue, uh, Entropy, uh, out in uh, Redford, and he puts on a concert series uh, once a month. Mike Corey, beautiful violin violist. Um, and you've been, things are happening. You've been involved in these. And then with the amplifiers, how did you get started with that? This is going all the way back to just electronics interest and knowledge. Uh, I just wanted to build my own stuff. I know you're, you're into customization. You know, you, it's like your hot rod. You're not going to keep it stock. Uh, you got to make it work for you. Um, so eventually I just kept building and building and, and reducing, and I ended up with these amplifiers that fit in a pill bottle. And I plug that into the – I go DI. I don't take, I don't carry a case. It's so these are tiny fucking amps. Tiny. What's the oh, name of the company? 4GRE. O-R-G-E? <laughs> Letter 4, G is in golf. Oh, I got it, I got it. Yeah, because you have it in your E-echo. email address. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. And Because and, I remember this cat gave me an amplifier. He was putting them in cigarette boxes, but you're putting uh-huh. them in pill bottles. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Just following, just following the Boston example. No, who needs big uh, the lead sled <laughs> shit? You know, fucking. Well, the big stuff is at the club. I'll yeah. plug into them, and then I get the whole thing. No, believe me, being a bass player, you don't know this class D <laughs> thing. No, I got a fucking twelve hundred watt amp that weighs six and a half pounds from uh, Mr. Jim Bergantino, and then it's I got beautiful. a speaker box. I never thought I'd be rocking a two twelve that weighs only forty pounds, but it's twelve hundred watts bareface uh-huh. out in England. You got to bring the power. I mean, yeah, but you also got to be able to fucking deal with it. When you get less younger and more frail, yeah, the schlep having a little tinier schlep mm-hmm. is great. So I'm, I'm, I want to check out these pill bottle things. Please, I'll send what you else that. you got going uh, composition wise besides the Argentina Proj? Okay, composition wise, I'm going all the way back to uh, modal counterpoint. I dug out my books. Uh, I'm trying to figure out um, some different pathways to get from start to finish. Two, two-part counterpoint, three-part counterpoint. Yeah, when I think modal, I'm thinking of so what? Miles, right? Exactly, for sure. But this, I'm also, this is Fuchs. It's like, uh, you know, 1700 shit. Okay, but, and then some pedal point, I'm thinking of John Coltrane fucking with the major and minor part of my favorite. 100%. Things. Yeah, yeah. See, see, because, you know, them, them bebop guys going through all them chords, but then you were kind of uh, hamstrung by that a little bit. So me- me- melody and rhythm. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is a juggling thing, and it's a trip, and there's so many possibilities. That's what's beautiful about it. 
And I'm glad that you're excited by it and inspired to keep on keeping on it because it helps me be the same way, Cyrus. Thank you so much. There, there's no higher compliment that you could have paid me. Wow, it's amazing. Thank, thank you. And when you get this new stuff done, please come back on the show and let's play it and talk about it. 100%. I'll be here. Okay. Big love. People, it's been the January 7th, 2023 edition of Wife Pedro. She'll keep you powdered, right?